welcome to On the Shelf episode number 18 of... Brutal Battle. It has been a while. Quite a while. Yeah, a long time. Yes. So the reason we're finally getting back to doing it on the shelf is because we are both in fully vaccinated status, and therefore we are doing more things, basically. Uh, And hopefully a lot of other people are able to do that. So we're just the type of people who go by CDC guidelines... So now that things are more, way more relaxed and there's a lot more information out there and we're fully vaccinated, it's time to consume more beers. Because mainly we've just been doing the stuff that we kind of already have in the cellar or stuff that we get when we go to like local breweries and sit outside, uh, stuff like that. So it's time to get back to some stuff that we aren't going to get typically with the on the shelf cats on the move. And she's gone. Okay. So, um... We try to keep it a situation where we have, you know, like half kind of larger distribution beers and half more local when we do these on the shelves. And I think we did that for this one. And then we did that for the next one. We got enough beers when we went, just went to the the store to do two of these on the shelf episodes. So I don't know if we're going to put them out back to back or not, but two of the breweries end up repeating. So, sorry about that if that bothers people. They just were too good to pass up. <laughs> right, exactly. And they're and they're good breweries, too. So, we saw multiple beers from those breweries that we were like, we really want to try these, so we're going to do that. So, anyway, let's get right into it. Our first beer is by a brewery that I've been very interested to check out. We've had nothing from them, and they're local-ish, as in they're in Baltimore, I believe, technically. Yes. Yeah, they're in Baltimore, and they're called Ministry of Brewing. Now, this, I didn't know they were canning, but Rebecca yeah. Rebecca spotted it, and she was like, oh my gosh, look, Ministry of Brewing is, is, is canning. That's awesome. And I have to give them a big shout out and point this out. They're already date coding. They're a pretty new brewery. I think they're maybe two years old at this point. I don't know. Somewhere in there, maybe two, maybe three. I don't know. They're relatively early, um, and they're date coding great. That's awesome, especially for hoppy beers. And this proves right here. If you are an operating brewery, you, you can, can date code. Do like Ministry of Brewing, date code. It's important. I also think it's funny that they put on the bottom of the can, did you just look at my bottom? <laughs> with a question mark. So that's cool. So this one, when we're having it, is within a month okay, of cool. being canned. And this is their 754 as in time, as in 7 o'clock and 54 minutes, West Coast IPA. So who saw this and was happy? Yeah, you did. Me. So that's another thing. Good on you, Ministry of Brewing, for putting out a West Coast IPA. Because as you know, it's mainly about hazies these days. Hazies. And I'm not a big fan. Haze for days. Oops. I poured me first. I just grabbed a... It's fine. A glass, so. Okay. Let's take a look here. So, the 754. Orange is yellow. Yeah. Oh, it is cloudy. Yeah, I can't see through it, so it's not. it doesn't look like it's filtered, or like at least super filtered. A uh, decent amount of head just sticking around. Yeah. It's agitated pour. Hmm. Smells good. Yeah, it smells balanced, mm-hmm. which I like about well-done West Coast-style IPAs. There is a nice bitterness in there. There's a nice mm-hmm. malt in there. What else do you get? I was going to say that. I was going to say bitterness, but I'm yeah. going to say pine. There's a little pine, but there's also, I feel like 
some grapefruit. Just like some sugary mango. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Grapefruit, orange, mango, a little bit of pininess, which sometimes that comes along with the mango because of the nature yeah. of mango. But I'm excited for how, like, it smells more viscous. You know what I it mean? It does. Like, it smells richer. It smells like it's got a good multi backbone to it to help with the bitterness and back that up. Mm. It smells good. Tastes like it smells. And it is a very balanced beer. Mmm. Ooh. Yeah, there's a nice punch of bitterness as soon as you drink it. So this would actually be a tough beer for people who are only into hazy IPAs because you'd be like, oh my God, it's so bitter. But you know, this is what IPAs used to be. Yeah. The overwhelming majority of them at least. Mm. There is almost a little bit of a chewiness to it um, because it's a little thicker because of that maltiness. Coat your mouth. Mm -hmm. Definitely. But... Yeah, it's got a bit of a sweetness to it. It's got that bit of like a mango to it, uh, that orange, decent bitterness. Yeah. You get it all the way throughout, and it kind of like lingers after the fact, too. Mm-hmm. It's good. That's a solid West Coast IPA. I like it. Not in a in a too distracting type of way, but it has a finish that's a little bit soapy, in my so? opinion. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't distract from the overall beer too much, but if you're focusing on what's lingering in your mouth, it's a, it's got this little bit of like a soapy aspect to it. I'm just getting the bitterness on the Still finish. pretty solid, though. Okay. Oh, I don't think I said the ABV on this. I didn't. Oh, they, they also have the information on it. Oh, I don't see an ABV. No, I don't see an ABV on it, hmm. oddly enough. I thought they had to have that. Oh, there it is. 6.8%. So it says um, the hops they used are Amarillo, Simcoe, and Citra. That makes sense for the nose and the the taste. The malts are two-row Golden Promise, Vienna, Carrarid? Carrarid? I haven't seen that one. And Flaked Rye. They actually put some Flaked Rye Mm. in it. Interesting. That may be a little where you're getting a little of that extra kind of pininess, Mm -hmm. that like earthy pininess. And then they use California ale yeast. Cool. So all that information. And that was a 12-ounce can. Yes, 12-ounce can. Good point. I need okay. to point that out. So next is a 16-ounce can. It is by Westbrook Brewing Company, 7%. It is their Pineapple Shake IPA. And Westbrook is out of Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. Is it actually brewed there? Brewed and canned. Oh, really? Okay. That's interesting because I know that... They had been doing some contract brewing as well, I believe, for distribution's sake. So I assumed when we picked it up that it was probably one of the contract brewed beers. But no, it's actually from their main brewery. That's what it says. It's okay. an IPA brewed with lactose, vanilla, and pineapple. Okay. That's cool. Did you give the percentage? So, 7%. Okay. I just didn't hear it. I thought maybe you did. So Westbrook, we've liked Westbrook for a while. Um, we've known about Westbrook because we've had, uh, we had like their Mexican cake, which is outstanding. That's been a long time though. We've had like their one claw, um, a bunch of stuff. And Erica and Nathan, Rebecca's sister and brother-in-law have been down there because that's where Nathan's parents live in South Carolina. 
So there had been some times where they would come back and bring Westbrook beers for us. In fact, we still have one of the Westbrook Sours in the basement, mm. which at some point we'll break that out. But so we had basically I'm saying I'll say we have very fond memories of Westbrook. we never had a beer we didn't like from Westbrook. So they just showed up in our distribution area last year at some point in 2020. So it's just cool to go into the store and be like, oh, Westbrook stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. And this is a brewery that will repeat in the next on the shelf. So, yeah. Let's get into this one. I'm excited for this. Uh, I do like some milkshake IPAs here and there. Uh, and this just sounds very tasty. I don't think I've ever had a pineapple milkshake IPA before. Not saying that, you know, it's super unique. I'm sure it's been done plenty before. It's just I haven't had it. Okay, it is pretty yellowish, actually. Yeah. Orangey, but a lot of yellow. Hazy. Yeah, can't see anything. Smell? Pineapple-y. Creamy pineapple? It kind of smells like, you know those, um, like the orange creamsicle ice creams? It smells like that, but, but pineapple, pineapple instead yeah. of orange. Totally does. It's got yeah. this nice sweetness to it. But it doesn't smell like it's going to be too sweet because there is a decent bitterness that kind of rounds out the sweetness. Yeah, it smells really good. It smells like, delicate. I was just going to say that. I was going to say it's going to smell so soft and delicate at the yeah. same time. Like it's very robust, but also delicate. Yeah, like it's a very well nuanced, finessed type beer. Because there's a tendency that when breweries will do like the milkshake IPAs, that it's just like, it's too sweet, yeah. it's just too weird. This smells like it's probably not that. So, okay. Go ahead. It's really tasty. Ooh. Ooh. Interesting. So there's a lot of the vanilla that pops yeah. out immediately. It So much so to the point where I feel like it kind of overtakes the pineapple, which you wouldn't assume for a beer like this. I could see that. And it almost creates a bit of a bubblegum flavor. No, it actually does for me. It creates no, a bit of a bubblegum flavor. You always get bubblegum in beer. I never pick it out. It's like um, like a fruit-striped gum yeah. with, with vanilla ice cream is kind of what it tastes like. I like it a Which lot. is, obviously, that sounds like it's a great taste. It is. This is a good beer. This is a very good beer. Yeah, I like it a lot. Mm. It's fruity. It's creamy. It's vanilla. And it's got sweetness to it, but it's not a lot. It's not too much, no. It's it's another well-balanced beer. It's a very nice level of sweetness to it. Yeah, this beer is very good. Mm. I just lo I love the level of vanilla you're actually getting out of that because a lot of beers that end up using vanilla, it's it's almost always too little. Yeah. And with this one, there's a good amount, and like vanilla can do plenty of times with beer... It's adding a little extra type of creaminess mm -hmm. to it. I know there's also lactose, lactose in this, yeah. but the the vanilla helps as well. Yeah, I like that a lot. I'm definitely getting like a gum, a bubble gum. I'm not. It's to I'm, there's totally bubble and gum. And I'm glad I'm not because I don't like that. The only thing that's perplexing to me is that I taste pineapple, but I taste way less pineapple than I assume I would. I agree. Like, way less pineapple. They could have juiced it up more with the pineapple, and I think I would like it even more. But that said, that's a very good beer. I really do like it. Mm. Okay, so that leads us to the next one, which 
I think Rebecca's most excited I'm really for. excited for this one. And this is actually a beer that we went to the brewery not that long ago. It had been on tap that week, but the day we Picked. get there, it's out. And Rebecca was very bummed about it, and she was like, oh man, I really wish we could have had that one. So we went into the store, and she saw it there and was like, oh my gosh, you know we have to get this. And I was like, yeah, because it sounds good. Now, the brewery who does it, it's, it's actually a collaboration between a brewery and a roaster, because there's coffee in it. Now, this is by Firm Brewing, spelled, spelled P-H-E-R-M. And if you listen to our episode, our last excursion episode that we did some months ago, we went to Firm, and they're very, very new. They're, like, not even a year old yeah. at this point, but they're doing good beers. So they collaborated on this beer with Rise Up, which is a roaster, and this beer is called Mallow Out, and it is a marshmallow coffee stout, which that just sounds amazing, and it is 5.5% oh, okay, good. ABV, and Firm is out of Gambrills, Maryland. So good on them for canning already, too. Date code? No. Firm, you can do this. Date code, buddy. I'm hope, I'm, I, I also have high hopes for this. But I also want to temper my expectations. I know, it's always hard. You know, a lot a lot of times with these ones where it's like interesting slash tasty ingredients, we get disappointed. Yeah. So. So it's dark like a stout. Oh, that head is just like chocolate milky is what it looks like. And it's kind of sticking around like chocolate milk yeah. does. Yeah, but super dark, can't see anything. <clears throat> smells. <laughs> I got too big of a sniff. Smells like coffee. Yeah, coffee, and there there is a real creaminess in the nose, too, which I'm assuming is coming from the marshmallow, which, let's be honest, marshmallow is just vanilla, basically, yeah. or at least that's what it usually ends up smelling and tasting like. Lots of coffee, though. Mm-hmm. That's the predominant flavor in the nose, is coffee. Yeah, it's very strong coffee throughout, Then it, then underneath that strong coffee is... This creamy vanilla-ness. Um, you wouldn't say marshmallow. Yeah, very, you would just yeah, say it's very vanilla. subtle. And then there's a chocolate. There's like a dark chocolate. Yeah, I can see that. And there's a little ashiness. Yeah, I can agree with that. It's low level, though. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Not much. It smells good. Yeah. And it's important to point out, it smells like the coffee beans are quality. Yeah, very nice and roasty. Because and... kind of like the, um, the one... That we had from Modest Brewing. Oh, yeah. That bite size that was really terrible that had coffee in it. You could tell that that coffee was bad coffee beans. Like, like they just grabbed Folgers or Sanka <laughs> or some crap like that and threw it. And they were like, this will be good enough. No, like, you can smell that this is, like, quality coffee. So, that is nice. So, anyway, Rebecca already tasted. It's good. I'm not getting as much marshmallow um, or vanilla. Yeah. As I kind of want. I agree. Um, it just kind of tastes like coffee. It, But it's a nice fl- coffee flavor for sure. Yeah. This is good as a coffee stout. Now, I do get some of that kind of vanilla creaminess. The vanilla with the creaminess coming after the coffee. But it's subtle. It's, it's very, very yeah. subtle. And, yeah, I would... If they do another ba- batch of this, it would be awesome to up the vanilla in it or marshmallow actually just change it to vanilla you guys 
Like, you don't need the marshmallow in there, honestly. The vanilla will do better, and it'll get you where you're trying to go. You can still call it mallow out, but that's what I think. But, that said, it's a pretty smooth, clean coffee stout. Mm-hmm. With a little good. bit of sweetness, with a little bit of that vanilla-y marshmallow, and a decent creaminess to it. And it's also important to point out, this isn't imperial. Yeah, so it's very sessionable. Yeah. Very approachable. Um, but it doesn't feel like thin or watery or anything like that. That's it has where like I, a nice yep. full body. You basically just finished exactly where I was going to go with it. Yeah, we're on the same page. Yeah, it, it, it's very nice to get a low ABV stout that has good flavor but isn't watery and and disappointing, basically. Um, it's solid. It's... I expect, I will be honest, I expected more out of it based off the marshmallow coffee, but, you know, I think really only the the letdown is the marshmallow aspect. The coffee's really good, and the stout itself is really good. Okay. Mm -hmm. So. So our last beer on our lineup is by Dogfish Head. And they will be repeated in the next one as well. Yeah, because it's Dogfish Head. Right. Um... And it is their mango smoothie, and it is a fruited tart ale with natural flavors, 6.5%, and Dogfish Head is out of Milton, Delaware. And I know some people may be hearing that right now and being like, Dogfish Head, they're so big, they're so widely distributed, but here's the thing, they're so big, they're so widely distributed. That's one of the things, I'd like to get beers from breweries that as many people as possible can get onto these episodes, at least from time to time. Uh, the other thing is, Dogfish Head is always doing good stuff. Yeah. It's either solid or really good. They don't make bad beers. Like, they just don't. The other thing is, I think that people have a tendency to forget how good and how influential Dogfish Head is, still is. They're still very influential. Because let's not forget... The not only the relevant. Yeah. I mean, not only did they, you know, pioneer things like continuous hopping and putting a bunch of interesting adjuncts into beers. Like, they popularized that stuff. They pioneered that stuff. And then making great beers such as 120 Minute, which no one had done that. Worldwide Stout was a gigantically boozy stout that pretty much no one was doing anything like that when that came out. They did one of the first sours with Festina Pesh. Mm-hmm. Then they didn't do sours for a while other than that. And then they hit the market hard with a low-calorie, sessionable sequench ale, which has been phenomenal and people still love. My point getting to, they spend a lot of time on research and development to dial these things in before they put them out. I think when we had gone on a tour many years ago that they had said about Sequench Ale that that beer was in research and development for like eight or nine years. Oh, really? Yeah. Just to get it where they wanted when it was released. So just remember this stuff. Also, we picked up two beers from Dogfish Head, one for this episode, one for the next on the shelf, because every year we watch the Sam Calagione uh, video that he does in the beginning of the year, usually in Jan- sometimes he'll do it in December. But yeah, it's I think usually, it's December. I think it's been in January before too, where he announces what the lineup of all the beers released by Dogfish Head will be in the year. 
and I think it's fun. I think it's a lot of a, a really good time to watch. We this this year for it cracked open an old um, vanilla oak worldwide, worldwide stout. stout that was like four years old or so, tasting great by the way, and just like sipped on it and watched Sam reveal the beers coming out. So two of the beers, the two beers we have, including this smoothie are ones that he said he brought up, and then we were like, we want to try that. And it is smoothie, not smoothie. Yes, yes smoothie. With a V. Yeah, it's funny. So this looks like mango juice. Yeah, it just looks like straight juice. Um, there's not much of any head no. here. It doesn't even look, car- like, it doesn't look carbonated or anything. It looks like mango juice. Yeah, 100%. And it smells very mango-y. Yeah. It smells like a lot of mango, but it also has, it's like mango mixed with some lemon juice. Yeah. Because there is that kind of like sourness to it as well. And there's something else. Yeah. I feel like I'm getting like a floral note. You know, okay. So I was thinking that, but I was continuing to sniff because I'm like, am I really getting a floral note out of that? I want to, I want to be sure. But okay. If you say it and I was thinking it, then we should go with it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's interesting. It's almost like a hibiscus, isn't it? Like a hibiscus nose to it. Oh, that's good. All right, going in. Go ahead. That's very easy. It's so easy. It doesn't taste like a beer at all. It tastes like... It tastes slightly like a beer. And it has a naked Cheerio finish. Mm-hmm. It's very mangoey, very fruity, slightly tart, but not, not very tart at all. Yeah, no. There, there's not a lot of tartness going on. You could definitely, you definitely wouldn't say sour, I, or at least I wouldn't. This is one of those uh, beers that you could introduce a non-beer drinker to, yeah. and they would probably be down with it. You know, anyone who likes juice, basically, yeah. with a slight taste of beer to it. It does, you know, it kind of does remind me of a mimosa. A little bit. Is this this is not the one that's supposed to be a beer mimosa? That's the no, next that's one. the other one. But this does. I was thinking the yeah, same thing. Yeah, but it's this like tastes a like a mimosa, basically. It's just a mango mimosa, which I know has been made by places before. That's really what it tastes like. Yeah, it's insanely easy. What was the ABV on it? Six point five. Oh, that tastes like less. Yeah. Than six point five. Four percenter. A hundred. Yep. Hundred percent. That's what I was going to say. Somewhere in like the four range. Four. Four and a half. Totally. Huh. That's, um, okay. That's good. I like it. It's different. I gotta go back and retry this IPA, but This is hard, because these are all really good beers. And they're very different. And they're very different, so it's kind of hard to pit. But that's what we do, Rebecca. I know. I hate it. Because it's kind of like, what style do you like the best? Like, what do you prefer? Or, I mean, you could just go off of execution, you know? Um, I just need a little more of the smoothie. Because I don't... You know, I I like the smoothie, but I don't know where I want to put it. I, You know, I will say the finish of it has a citrus zest flavor to it. And I think part of that comes because of, like, the way the mango goes with the bitterness. Okay. And I'm liking how it finishes like a zest. That's good. I like it. It's tasty. Um, do you want to retry any of them? I don't want to rank these. 
Well, you're going to have to. Just do your best and then just give the disclaimer that I like them all almost equally, but for the sake of the show. Do you want to give that another shot? Is this the Ministry of Brewing? Yeah. Yeah, here's the problem. They're all good. That's the issue. Okay, this is my lineup. Okay, go ahead. Okay, my number four is the Mango Smoothie. Once again, that is? Fruited Tart Ale with Natural Flavors. Got it. My number three is Ministry of Brewing, 754 West Coast IPA. Yep. My number two is the Mallow Out, the Marshmallow Coffee Stout by Firm. And my number one is the Pineapple Shake IPA by Westbrook. Same. Same. Yep. We've been doing that more recently. Yep. I'm lined up. Now, for me, the toughest one to figure out, like, the the Pineapple Shake IPA by Westbrook was my clear favorite. Yeah, me too. Then my second clear favorite was the Mallow Out by Firm. Then it was hard for me to figure out between that 754 by Ministry and the, the Mango Smoothie by Dogfish Head. Those were so close and are so close in my mind that I was like, uh, like on any given day, I could potentially switch those. See, for me, my, the pineapple shake was number clip, my clear number one, but my other three were tough, were real tough because I like them all for different reasons. Yeah. The reason that I felt like the mallow out was a clear two for me is how good the coffee is in that Mm -hmm. beer and how it's a single stout, yet it's it has such good body yeah. to it. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I will enjoy finishing this oh, with yeah. you. Oh, yeah. This will be a nice, good evening tonight. And I'm excited for the next on the shelf, too, yeah. still. because some other good ones. Yeah. So, once again, just so you guys know, there will be another Westbrook and another Dogfish Head, and then two locals. No, the other one's not local. One's not local. It's from Maine. Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay, so it'll be like three not local and one local. Okay, but I'm very excited for the one local. Yeah, that should be good. Should be very interesting. So make sure you tune in for that one. Uh, Do us some favors. Mention our podcast to people if you like it. Get people interested. Uh, Rate us and review us on whatever you use to listen. iTunes usually helps the most. Um, Instagram. Brutal Battle Podcast. And you can check out BrutalBattlePodcast.com or just search Brutal Battle by going when you go to archive.org. And you can check out all the episodes. And the old ones aren't that great, just so you know. Uh, <laughs> so don't check them out. And then go ahead and be friends with us on, on uh, Untapped. Uh, I am Carlin Cook or Carlin C. And Rebecca is? Rebecca C. Got it. Okay, so thank you everyone for checking this out. We're excited that we can start pulling things off the shelf at liquor stores and getting them going. If there are any specific beers or specific breweries that there are things on the shelf for that you guys want us to try and go after, let us know. We'll see if we can make that happen. But thank you so much for listening. And until next time, keep it brutal. Keep it brutal.